0: Hello everybody, welcome to the first ever episode of Mark on the Mic. My name is Mark Martinez and I've always listened to podcasts um, and I just kind of wanted to start my own. Um, There's really nothing about it, just me talking. I love sports, I love learning, I love interesting conversations with subjects I have nothing about, but it just interests me and I wanted to start a podcast because I hope those of you listening out there might find interest in my podcast. Um, The main thing I'm going to talk about on here is sports, 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 sports. I grew up in sports. I played sports. I love sports and now I'm starting to coach some sports as well. But I don't know, so let's just first by starting off by saying congratulations to my boy, LeBron James. I just want to say congratulations to him for passing the GOAT, Michael Jordan, for the all-time points score. Yes, he is now number four. Ahead of him, Kobe Bean Bryant. Ahead of him, Carl, the mailman Malone. And ahead of him, number one, all-time leading scorer, NBA history, the Goggles, the Hook Shot legend, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes. And I think I saw today on ESPN, like by the numbers or something like that, it said... LeBron might be able to pass Kareem at the end of his Lakers contract, which is twenty twenty one I believe or twenty twenty two one of those um but of course he has to keep his same stats um he has to probably not miss any games on uh, and, and obviously, you know it's LeBron James, you never know what he's gonna do after contract with the Lakers. He still might be able to play. He might be done. He might want to play with his son. If his son is that good to make the NBA, which is very likely. And so you never know. He might be able to pass it and I hope so. You know, I love to see people break records that others say will never be broken. And of course, I just love basketball, I love seeing competitiveness, and I don't know, I just like it. I like seeing people break other people's records, so let's go LeBron, let's do it, man. For those of you that don't know me, um, I'm just a 25-year-old kid, grew up in Southern California, grew up watching the Lakers, grew up watching Kobe, Shaq, Um, I also love the Dodgers, that's uh man can't tell you how many games i've been to dodger stadium but yeah i love the dodgers i love the la kings i don't like the la rams um when i was growing up i didn't really like football i still kind of am not against it obviously but out of the four major sports it's probably last on my list and growing up I didn't really like football, like I said, and there wasn't a team in my area at the time besides San Diego Chargers, Um, and I had a friend next door, and we became good friends and still friends to this day, and he was very into football, he played Pop Warner and was just, you know, into football, loved it, and he was very into the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I went into his room one day, and the room was all red, had Tampa Bay pillows, had the bobbleheads, had a helmet, just loved love Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and so I kind of followed along with him, you know? I love Tampa Bay. My favorite color is red, so I just went along with it, and to this day, I still love Tampa Bay, and it's very convenient because when I started liking them was around 2000, 2001, and... They won the Super Bowl in 2002. So ever since then, I've stuck with them. And now we're kind of having, you know, a rebuild mode, basically. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we don't know what to do about our quarterback. We don't know what to do about our coach and defense. And yeah, so Tampa Bay is definitely in the rebuilding stage. Um, As for the Dodgers, we're spring training right now. Kershaw is having a little bit of shoulder issues. Um, They said that he is up in the air for starting opening day. So we'll see how that goes. We'll keep up to date with that. Um, LA Kings are on the struggle city bus. They are not doing very well. I believe they're last in the league. Maybe behind Ottawa Sabres, I believe. Uh, Let's check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, LA Kings have 56 points and New Jersey has 59. Ottawa has 52 points. So we're not the last, but the senators are the worst. So that's Good, I guess. (laughs) But not really. Nobody ever wants to be that far on the bottom. Um, Yeah, LA Kings are doing that. Lakers are all over the sports world right now. And definitely not as much in the playoff talk as before when we were only like three and a half games, four and a half games behind. That's when they were kind of in the talk of playoffs and still had a chance. But now we're four and a half, five and a half games behind the eighth spot. And it just doesn't look like it's going to happen. Last night, the Lakers played Lakers played the Nuggets, who we got ran over by. And some of their best players didn't even play. Of course, we know Alonzo's out and he's kind of thinking about coming back. He's... Starting to practice and whatnot. Um, Brandon Ingram rested. Kuzma rested. Yeah, so they're looking like their season is over. And I wouldn't doubt coming towards the end, LeBron's going to start resting more, take a couple games off. Um, and we'll see where we go next year. You know, they're looking for the free agent, and there is plenty of free agents coming this summer. Big names. Of course, the biggest one um, is The Brow. That is Anthony Davis. So Lakers are hoping to get him. If not, you know, get a sharpshooter, Clay Thompson, something like that. They were thinking about a point guard, hoping maybe Kimball Walker, maybe a Kyrie Irving. But uh, to me, those seem unlikely besides maybe walker who has who is on a struggle bus with their team charlotte so yeah i couldn't tell you you know and of course the sports world is always talk 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 and they never really know except maybe one reporter will get some inside news from somebody like a couple days ahead of when they're gonna drop the news anyways but other than that it's all talk people and that's one thing i always hated watching sports centers just all talk talk this and their opinions and what this player might do and how this player should act but really the players don't listen you know they listen a little bit but they don't think like that they don't think like reporters reporters are just trying to get a story out there what's going to be entertaining what's going to be drawing in the audience you know And I just hope I don't get like that on this podcast. I just love sports. I want to talk about sports. My opinion on certain players, teams, organizations, whatever. I just want to give you guys my take on some of the subjects. You know, that's about it. Um, But other than that, this podcast is going to grow. I mean... I've always kind of loved listening to Joe Rogan, who inspired this podcast, and his podcasts are always three hours long, majority, and I've always loved that, because you really get to know somebody within the first hour, two hours, they kind of open up more, they don't feel like they're on some show, or some late night talk show, or whatever, and honestly, I have no script here in front of me, I have little information here in front of me besides what I have on the top of my head. And yes, it's going to get better. This is the first episode, and I honestly have no idea what I'm talking about. But it's going to grow. you know. When everybody starts first grade, they don't know how to tell time. They don't know how to spell. But hopefully when you get past high school and college, then you're more ready for the world and diverse and... Yeah, so this is my podcast. I hope you guys seem to enjoy it. And tell your friends, tell your parents, <laughs> tell the mailman, oh, whatever. Mark on the mic! But yeah, so I plan on having a long podcast as well. Maybe hour, two hours. I want to get some guests in here have some old sports people come tell you their stories about sports and... I would love to get scientists on here, doctors on here, basically be a little bit of Joe Rogan experience. Um, I don't want to be just like him. I don't inspire to be Joe Rogan. I would love to be on his podcast, that's for sure. But I just want to talk. I just want to talk about what's on my mind, what's going on in the world, what's going on in my world. And just be open with you guys. I just want to, I don't know, spread my mind across the internet. And if you guys like it, then I'll definitely be able to see that. And if you don't, you don't. You know, there's plenty of other podcasts out there. Go ahead and turn mine off and listen to others, which is what I would do. Don't go on the internet and talk bad about this and talk bad about me. I don't know you. You don't know me. I'm just a guy talking on the mic. That's it, and yeah, I hope you like it, and yeah, let's get started, I guess. So we already congratulated LeBron James on his magnificent achievement, passing MJ on the ranks, and so right now I'm just kind of on ESPN and going through some articles and let's read some things and talk about some things and go from there so this first article is about lebron james says his first encounter with michael jordan was like meeting god huh meeting god i am a christian i do believe in god but It's the 21st century, and I don't really know, I guess, what to actually believe in. Is it real? Are all of them right? Is one wrong? Should you only believe in one religion? And there's too many religions and too many opinions to really decide what's right, so you just have to go with what you feel, and I felt that Christianity was the right one for me, and yeah. I don't really know what I'm talking about with that. And so now that he met Michael Jordan, first time meeting, felt like meeting God. Now he is a spot above him in the scoring heavens. Yeah, yeah, we know that. We know that. Entering the Lakers game against Denver Nuggets, trailing Jordan by only 12 points. Now... Tied him with a fadeaway 19-foot jumper, then passed him with a and-one layup. So James sank the throw to complete the three-point play. Unfortunately, the Lakers lost 115-99. And just to talk about the Lakers a little bit, I don't... They just don't have that chemistry, you know? I talk to people about it and they say, well, these guys are in the NBA. They should be playing with each other. They should have the chemistry. They're professionals. They should know what they're doing out there. But it's not. It doesn't come down just to basketball chemistry, it comes down to personality, too. You have to jail in that locker room. You have to have a leader. You have to have rookies. You have to have a veteran guy. You know, you have to have a whole team, and the Lakers right now just seem like they're giving the ball to LeBron. That's ISO when he drives in, I'll swing around and fill. You know, little things like that, A little pick and roll, one on one action, and I don't know. I didn't. I don't like that game of basketball. I grew up young, Southern California, nineteen ninety nine Lakers, two thousand Lakers, two thousand one Lakers. They had Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson, to me, I mean, the numbers will back me up on this, but this is just opinion. I think he's the best basketball coach that has ever coached basketball. Yes, obviously, because he's won all the championships and he's played with the two best NBA players to ever touch the floor, Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. But still just his knowledge of the game, his his just Zenness. Obviously that's kinda how his nickname is, the Zen Master. But it's true. He makes the players better outside of the court, inside the locker room, building that bond, building that trust. And I've read his books and I agree with his knowledge of the game his take of the game um you have to make the players like each other before they go out there and want to pass the ball to one another or have that trust to even give them the ball do i want to trust this guy in the corner to make the shot or do i just want to take on these two defenders and drive into the lane and take my chances no you want to play five on five you know not 2 on 5 not 1 on 5 don't just have somebody standing in the corner and, you know it's basketball you got to pass you got to cut you got to drive and who's doing that really well over the last decade or so more since i was a kid this team has been good man is the san antonio spurs the san antonio spurs play team basketball they play with each other, they like each other, and as of I know, besides the whole Kawhi Leonard gossip last season, this year they're all liking each other in the locker room, you know? And Greg Popovich, another great coach, probably his second best of all time, plays team ball. I remember watching one game and the announcer said that Popovich has a rule that no player can have the ball. Oh, no, no, not that he couldn't have the ball. That you have to make a a decision in three seconds or less. Either you pass, you drive, or you shoot. Those were the two options. You got three seconds to do one of those. Or, sorry, three options. You got three seconds to do any one of those three options. And I thought that was pretty cool. You know, you give your person... Your player an opportunity to decide. It's not just one option. This is it. We're going to do this. You got options. You got three options. Pass, shoot, drive. And I like that. It keeps the defense moving, right? You're always passing the ball. The ball moves faster than the players. So keep passing it. Pass the ball. And sorry, I will just rambling there. First episode, people. First episode. Come on. Give me a break. LeBron James tweeted, can't even front. This is going to be unreal. Wow, man. So I want to say that was before he took the game. Yeah, before Wednesday's game. Yeah, so he knew he was going to get 12 points, obviously. The man averages 20-something. But, yeah, so he just tweeted that. He reacted to the moment by hiding his face under a towel on the bench as he was swept away in emotion while the video board on the Staples Center played a tribute highlighting yeah, all his baskets, such as his 10,000 point and 20,000 point. Those are big. Me and my best friends, this is all we talked about, was MJ. All we talked about. M J. Outdoor courts. We used to play outdoor ball, and you know, in the snow, in the rain, Northeast Ohio, and we all wanted to be M J. We all wanted to be M J. Every last one of us. It's crazy. My high school best friends, they text me, and they just can't believe it. I can't believe it because we just remember walking up and down Akron Street with a basketball singing, I want to be, I want to be like Mike. Oh yeah, I don't know what song that is, sorry. LeBron, he's 34, huh? So his contract with the Lakers is until two thousand twenty. Two, I believe, so it'll be thirty-eight, maybe thirty-seven, possibly. Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy, man. Thirty points per game to twenty-seven. They're comparing Michael and Jordan, or sorry, they're comparing LeBron and Jordan. Jordan averaged thirty point one per game over his career. LeBron twenty seven point one, James is ahead of Jordan in both rebounds, twenty or seven point four to six point two, and assist seven point two to five point three. My boy Jordan wasn't really passing the rock, but I'm sure those numbers are both higher than Kobe. Whatever Kobe's assist all time is. Irving Magic Johnson congratulates King James for passing Michael Jordan. Man, that's cool. One great to another. I did pretty much everything that MJ did when I was a kid, James said at the time. I shot fadeaways before I should have. I wore a long i wore a leg sleeve on my leg and folded it down so you could saw the red part so you could see the red part come on e s p n let's get the spelling checked. I wore a leg sleeve on my leg and folded it down so you saw the red part. I wore black and red shoes with white laces. I wore short shorts so you could see my underwear underneath. Under shorts underneath, sorry. I didn't go bald like Mike, but I'm getting there. <laughs> yes, all most men do, LeBron. Most men do. Wow. If only they were making the playoffs. Come on, Lakers. But it's all good. Basketball is basketball. That's all I want to see. Competitive basketball. Playoffs are going to be good. And the season's not over yet. So let's enjoy some Laker games while I still have them. Uh, Yeah, I heard about this too. Rajon Rondo sitting down in the front row instead of going to the bench when there was two minutes left. I don't get why they're making such a big deal about it. See? All he did was saw empty seats. There was two minutes left. Lakers are down. The game's over. He didn't want to go sit on the bench, maybe in between two six-foot-plus players. He wanted to sit in an open area where he had some room, maybe. Who knows? Or he was upset. Rondo says, I've done it like maybe eight to ten times this year. I don't know why it's a big deal now. I guess, yeah, that's true. Randall courtside during one of the Indiana games, February 5th. He sat courtside next to the head athletic trainer, Marco Nunez, who's been there a while. always remember seeing that guy. Actually, he hasn't been there a while. It was the other doctor. I forget the doctor's name. He retired when Kobe retired, I believe. I forget his name, but this guy Marco Nunez now. Nunez, sorry, is the new athletic trainer, but yeah, the game's over, he saw some open seats, it's first row, he's right there, it's Staples Center, they're at home, it's fine, let the man sit down where he wants to sit, he's Rajon Rondo, an NBA champion, a veteran, that's for sure, who knows how many years he has left, he only signed a one-year contract with the Lakers, and What I hear is the man's a basketball genius as well. He knows the floor. He knows basketball and maybe he just doesn't like Luke Walton. Maybe he doesn't like the coaching staff. Maybe he feels that he knows more than Luke Walton and the coaching staff. You know, I don't know. I'm just a guy on the mic speculating, but I don't want to sound like I'm right or wrong. After Wednesday's loss to Denver, in which fans started leaving with a few minutes left, Rondo and James walked onto the floor to slap hands with their teammates, who were on the floor at the end of the game, before the team walked off into the locker room. Yeah, see, so he's giving high fives to his teammates. It's not like he's being a poor sport, and just as soon as the game ended, he went back to the locker room. Which is good. That's what I like to see. Sportsmanship. But yeah, don't give the guy crap. Who cares? Let him sit there. Of course the announcers got into his butt. They ripped him anew, but it's all good. Also, if you're listening to this podcast, there will be cussing on this podcast, most likely. I don't think I've cussed yet, but it's coming. Hayward calls game and wild Celtics Kings finish nice so Hayward won the game nice everyone's talking about the Celtics too they've had a little slump lately but they're in the playoffs playoffs are a different game yeah obviously they want home court advantage